Hey everybody, welcome back to This is Gonna Hurt, a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Dragons? Woo. My name is Owen, I'm your Dungeon Master and your host for this evening. We are just five dudes from Long Island and we sit around and we play Dungeons and Dragons. Joining me today at the table, we have... You have a normal Craig. You have a drinking water from the faucet, Jeremy. Steven's hot. Yeah, I'm impressed that you brought the whole sink down here, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> like, we do have to put that back. So before I uh, explain and remember what happened last time, I'm going to kick it over to Steve. He's going to tell you all the places you can find us. And if you want to like give us money and stuff. Hi, guys. Welcome to the podcast. It's nice to see you. Um, hey, we have a website called This Is Gonna Hurt DND.com. You know that by now. We do. But did you know... There's like links to lots of stuff like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. There's a fan art page. We'd like to put more fan art there. So if you want to do fan art, you know, please do fan art you fan art us and we'll, you know what I'm saying. If you want to follow us just on Instagram, Twitter, gonna hurt DND. I think Facebook is similar. You'll figure it out. There's also links to Spreadshirt and Amazon, which Alex can tell you all about. What? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Um, you like shirts? We got shirts. You like sweatshirts? We got sweatshirts. You like phone holders? We don't have those. Nah, you <laughs> missed your Loot chance. Loot box. We will. Uh, be, we're working on our loot box. Microtransactions everywhere. Relevancy. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So Amazon store. Get your shirts there. Everything else, spreadshirt people, spreadshirt. And yeah, oh, yeah. if you like us, give us some money. It'll, yeah. ha- it'll help us do. It us it'll help the, us do some hosting. We have a giveaway right now. It's a really big die. Um, it's still there. You know, not a big guy. <laughs> That's a big if, die. You, if you leave a review on iTunes, you are entered into the drawing for that. My feelings are a little hurt. I want a big <laughs> Me guy. Too. It's been you know like what? Three months. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna move past it. Labor of love, guys. So yeah. last time on this is gonna hurt the. <laughs> How many really of you are there? No, that's a good there's question. There's four of us. And then there's Atar. Emmett. That is a great question. Not Atar. Sorry, Emmett. <laughs> Atar. I'm Atar? Wrong, wrong game. Wrong game. Uh, there's what? Emmett. There is no longer Gopher. Yeah, what oh, sorry, is this? Sorry, Gopher is forever. That particular person. The adventurers plus Emmett minus Gopher found themselves in the realm of monsters, which they discovered is kind of like a underground laboratory dedicated to researching and reading uh, tr- some of Etrune and the world's uh, most dangerous slash I just dabbed for those of you who can't see me. Oh um, I'm glad I didn't. You see, I, slash, I thought you were episode is over. Slash <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, interesting monsters. So that's pretty much what happened last time. They, they found this guy. I will give one of you a permanent inspiration for the entire day if you can remember what the the ibis headed arakra's name was without looking it up Novun? <laughs> no uh-huh. no That's the head of the 12 oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i th- the funny thing is I you, use, you use a very similar voice yeah so when but i but he has a bird head i know i know um, but when you when you first introed him i'm like person. it's Novun? and then you're like no ibis headed guy and i'm like oh okay. so his name was zahuti no, I was gonna get it. Oh, Too bad, Idris. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> Ibis Elder. Idris Elba. Um, so oh, Heimdall. <laughs> so Zahuti 
he was one of these researchers and he had told you that one of the, the subjects, a mind flare, had broken free of his containment. You went and killed that mind flare with little to no effort. And then when you turned around, you found a worm creature and instead of choosing to fight it, they all hopped in their portable hole, Korath stone melted through the floor and escaped without the control panel necessary to remove the doors that are leading to the next leg of their adventure. But they think they have a way around that, so that's totally cool. They were warned ahead of time that the path that that goes down leads to a very big, very red dragon that seems to uh, live somewhere near the Earth Fortress, the entrance to the elemental plane of Earth, which is where they are going for the sake of their world-saving journey. So what will happen? Let's find out. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. All right. Let's go. So, adventurers, you find yourselves in the laboratory sitting with Zehuti. Yeah. You have not rested. Right. Since your fight with the worm thing slash illithid. So, adventurers. Yeah. How would you like to proceed? So, what... what where are we right now? So, like, what what are we doing? We're just like, do we do we just get out of the wall and like yep. we're chilling? You're in, I believe so. I don't really remember. I don't remember the exact last yeah. thing that happened last week. To be perfectly honest, I think we were talking about going through the dragon. And I think you were making on. plans, right? But I remember this correctly. We rested. We went and attacked the thing, right? With it, and we came back. Mm-hmm. Right. Got it. So you're in kind of the common area, right? With the actual Zehuti. So you think? So grab his face. He. And do you? Korath will pat him on the shoulder. Okay. Uh, as you pat him on the shoulder, you feel your hand touch his shoulder. Cool. <laughs> um, there was something more foul at play there than just this illithid creature. Yeah, he, 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 just, he just told us. It was, it's, it's known as a lava mage. Larva? Lava. Lava or larva? L- larva. Larva. Oh. Like maggots. Sort of. Where, where did you get that one? Gross. Uh, I am not uh, at liberty to discuss. Okay, I just, I don't, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I kind of uh, do. It was a freak thing, I believe. A abnormal occurrence on a material plane. I do not think you have to worry much. It's not like you've ever seen those worms anywhere else, have you? Is there and a, no, you haven't. Is there a chance oh, that, that is very frustrating. <laughs> is there a chance that they could get out here? Um, unfortunately, uh, yes. I do not think my wall of stone is going to hold for very long. Um, Great. I was keeping my fingers crossed that um, the Illithid would not have uh, decided to attempt to make a bargain with such a being. But I am starting to worry that the laboratory uh, is lost. I mean, I guess you should reach out to your boss 
somehow. Um, there is protocol. Okay. Well, should we uh, wait one more night before we go? Uh, I would not encourage you if things do not somehow miraculously fix themselves in the next hour or so, I will be forced to shut down this laboratory. Oh, so we, we don't have time. Okay, um, well, I'm still, I'm still rock solid, so do we want to try that trick again? Yes, yeah, let's, let's sprint through those walls. Oh, we might as well. Okay, um, hold your nose. Okay. So we... Like, we're talking about like the dragon doors, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm so gonna, we, we, we're going to try and walk around them. We all go back into the portable hole, and yeah. then... Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. You all yeah. climb in the portable hole? Yeah. And Koreth, you, you head... This is weird. ...down the end of the hall. Yeah. Where there are the three kind of turquoise-colored, you know, glass doors, and the fourth broken one leading off into this, you know, side cavern. Yeah. Apparently where you need to go, and you attempt to move through the wall to get around it. Yeah. Cool. I'm sorry, I just can't remember. Is the broken one the one on our side, or it's on the other side? The farthest side farthest from side. where you okay, are now. Cool. So, alright, so as you attempt and you start pushing against the wall, you just fuse right into it. Cool. And you pop out the other side. So I'm able to walk, I'm able to walk, mm -hmm. walk through them. Okay, so... Once we get to the final one that is the broken one, I'm assuming it's like a, it's like a little bit of hallway. So it's not super exposed. So you're basically looking down this like 20 foot corridor. Yeah. And there's just like wall a couple of feet. Yeah. Or door a couple of feet, door a couple of feet, door a couple of feet. Yeah. So you can And the last one is broken, broken to the cavern. Right. Yeah. I, I, I would be in the. We would so be. What kind of shelter in that? We'd be alcove. in that alcove. Okay. You pop out. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of. Actually, I'm. Yeah. I just kind of like look down the hallway that's still in front of me just is there is it anything crazy so the way this hallway looks it's so you're you're looking at a cavern yeah okay it, it's essentially you're you're looking straight ahead there's just like solid rock in front of you and the hallway kind of juts to the left all right so imagine that you were at a T intersection yeah. but there is no right side Okay. So it's just, it just goes to the left, but you can tell that it immediately kind of curves around back to the right from your position. So if we that makes any sheltered. sense. Yeah. So you, so you are fairly sheltered. There's essentially like right. you're on, like if there was a U and you were at the top of, you know, one of the sides of a U. Yeah. Um, and there's this curve and you can actually even kind of see around it because it kind of, the, the bottom of the U kind of widens out a little bit. Um, there is no light at all. Coming from this area, so you know but, uh, my dark vision. But you have enough dark vision. Um, okay, so so as you're kind of standing there, there's this green light that comes from behind you. Oh, and the, like you, you see this like glow come out of one of the rooms. Of like the the bestiary, essentially, right. it just starts coming closer, and it's moving like pretty slow, but it's moving close to you. It doesn't seem like this; like the whole room is filled with this light. It feels like this concentrated, how slow? Little bit, like somebody who's like walking 
towards you. Mm. Like if someone was holding like a, like a glowing green lantern, essentially, and they were walking towards you. It's not bobbing per se. Right. It's just moving. Perfidulo's going to pull his sword out. You guys are in a hole, right? Yeah. Oh, we were still in a hole. I thought you yeah. were uh, okay. okay. Is, is it slow enough pace where like I, I figure I have like 20, 30 seconds? Yeah, probably. Wait, Assuming so- it doesn't just immediately like shoot towards you in just an instant or so. Oh, wait, so I'm gonna. You feel like you have a minute. So you can I have a minute. Like, oh yeah, so give or give or take. Like, oh, it- I open the hole and I, I I start grabbing people out. Like, and be like, we got to move. We got to okay. move. Roll me an athletics check just to see how efficient you are at pulling. So Korath can see it, and he has night. No dark vision though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you see the Can you see the figure that's holding the? That's a great light? question for him to ask. Can I? Yeah. Can I make out what it is? So all you see is just this green. Light. Okay. Um, yeah. Almost like a green orb. I open. I open the hole. I'm like, guys, there's something. There's something following us. We need to get moving. Get out now. What? That would be a athletics check. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. Okay. So you're just you know pulling people out, pulling people out, and this this green light it starts to approach the the first wall. Yeah. And it just phases through. Um, I would definitely pull out my sword and just whisper flame tongue. Okay. See if that gives us enough light to see what's going on. All right. The so light. the hallway is illuminated, yeah. and you do see this kind of like grapefruit-sized, glowing green light. And it's just the light like, that's moving the towards you. As it begins to pass through the first wall, it it like quivers and shakes, and then it passes through and it stops. And then it starts moving through the next one. It starts quivering and shaking, and it stops. I'm like in a ready stance, like we're backing out. We're getting. I think I, I think we should. Or what? What do we do? Windar summons a mage hand because I forgot he has that. Okay. And he sends a little hand over to the light. <laughs> All right. So this this hand, as it approaches, it's it's passing through the third and final door. And as it passes through, you see that it's not a green light. It's actually this kind of like lavender purple light. And you imagine that the green was from the the doors, and this light comes out, and as it passes through, it actually separates into these three globules. And in a flash, oh, good. they fire towards Korath, Windar, and Junta. Junta? Uh, oh, well, I guess Junta's tomorrow. not there. Okay, it's still going to fire towards Junta. And so, interdimensionally, Korath, <laughs> Windar, yeah. they, they stop right near your chest. And uh, uh Mar, it's it's like it's like flying around your body like a fairy. And you see that in front of you, this glow, it begins to fade. And hovering in front of you is just a piece of paper. Uh Window reads his piece of paper if there's writing on it. A piece of paper says You are cordially invited to the wedding of Brimley Coral Baloran Aluard. And Stumra, whatever her last name is, <laughs> I don't know if she no, has. I don't no, remember if she has one. I don't remember if she has one. Just Stumra. Yeah, I think it's just Stumra. The date is marked two weeks from the current day. It asks you to RSVP in the next week or so. Two weeks. I don't know when we're gonna get out of the elemental plane. You each receive a plus one. Oh, uh, Lorthamar, the light is just kind of hovering around you. Like it doesn't know what to do. It's confused because you are supposed to be Junta, but you're also 
weirdly Lorthamar. And so it's just like this, this little purple fairy that just will, will not stop hovering around you. Get, get this. Starts like kind of swatting at it. Get away. Okay. Uh, it's, it's nearby. <laughs> can I grab, can I grab it and, and I'll say light and I'll, uh, you can try to grab it. Roll a dexterity check. Okay. Uh, and I'll be like, I'll, I'll give it to Junto when we find him. <coughs> that is eight. Cool. You, you, you manage to like nick it with your finger and it kind of bursts into purple sparkles and then it reforms back into its little um, light self. Uh, what? Whoa. What did that just give you? Oh, it's our, uh, it's our wizard. Um, he, he's getting married. He's getting married. Yeah. I'm sorry, your, your wizard, uh, Brimley, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Brimley. Are there extra invitations? I mean, not to be a jerk, but he's never met you. We need to, we need to respond soon, but I don't know. Depending on how the next day goes, maybe you could be my plus one. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. That, that would be uh, wonderful. I would, I would enjoy that very much. It's fair. All right, and so, I'm gonna like sheath my sword now that I know it's like not a threat. Got it. <laughs> I mean, it is, but threat to a social circle. <laughs> so <Shunned> by Brimley, <laughs> sitting on a stool in the bar. Oh, okay. Brimley, you sitting next to your 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 wife to be. Yeah, and uh, Iko. Yeah, he's cool. And he just you know he wiggles his fingers over one glass piece of paper, and in a purple light, it vanishes, and he goes. There it goes. Last invitation is out. I can't believe it. This is happening so fast. We were oh. last. It's been, like, it's been like a month and a half. We were I among know. the last to receive. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Iko. Thanks, Primly. No, whatever, whatever that last one was the last one. We weren't that one. We were among the last. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the poop sweeper from the first <laughs> down you were in. Um, that's, is everything else ready? It seems like everything is ready to go. Oh, yeah. So actually, one last thing. Your invitations say that it is not, the wedding is not at your guild hall. It is in the city of Orkaname, which is kind of in central Atrun. It's like between where you are now and where Valorn was. Oh, destination wedding? Oh, give me a break. <laughs> That's so inconvenient. So anyway, how long is it going to take us to get from here to our field trip destination to back a to while. there? Maybe a month. So we're going to miss the wedding. We'll see. <laughs> so <laughs> should I? So so. Uh, is there anything else that you uh, need? I, I think we got everything covered. You you've been doing an awesome job with all the planning. I exist to. And he stands up and he gives a little bow and he, he starts walking away. And Stumara just says, I can't believe it. <laughs> and she just kind of like pulls you into her, her bosom, gives you a little kiss on the head. And yeah. um, your, your tavern is like, it's begun to pick up. Okay, um, there, like there was a, there was a little while where really nobody was <laughs> showing up. You had like two... Right, those two regulars. Two guys who yeah. became your new regulars. They weren't even regulars. Right, they like they, they became your, your new regulars. They're still there. They haven't they yeah. haven't like abandoned now that oh, everybody man. is um, They've been sleeping them? in the same seat ever since. Yeah, they haven't left. 
the one the one guy has actually been rooming there. Yeah, right. Um, the kind of the like <coughs> really filthy guy. Yeah, yeah. He's been he's been hanging out there and um, uh, have like the shops repopulated. Yep, there's and, there are more there are caravans caravan, yeah. that that right, definitely cool. come through and sweet, which is pretty cool. Um, and then yeah, Brim is just gonna kind of like look around and you know put his hand over his tomb and just be like, it seems like things are getting back to normal. Yeah. And as you say that, <laughs> of course, of course. Why would you say normal? I don't know. Why would you say normal? One of your one of your initiates, okay, comes running in. Yeah, without his head. Brother, <laughs> <laughs> brother, take a breath. And straight up, Professor Quirrell fashion just passes out. Okay. Um, I, I clearly know this initiate. Yeah. Like, who is who is this? Uh, just one of your initiates. Just one of them? Yeah, okay. just, just one cool. of one of the people cool, cool, that, cool. that works for you, low level. Um, you know, Poopy John. <laughs> yeah. Poop, Poopy That's John. it. Poopy John. <laughs> Poopy John. Sure. Oh, classic Poopy John. Just, <laughs> just passing out on the floor. <laughs> just, just running everywhere now. <laughs> what a guy. Poop. Um sorry. I would clearly jump down. I have my orb. Mm-hmm. Um and I run over to him and kind of like slap his face around. Yeah, Stu Mark. Wake up, what, what's kinda. what's wrong? Runs over. Yeah. Uh, roll a roll a medicine check. Oh, I actually have. A... The guy's just so excited to give you his RSVP uh, in person. Uh, Sixteen. Uh, yeah, you you actually kind of shake him to consciousness, and his eyes are kind of like rolling up into his head, and then yeah. back and up and again. I need you to focus. Prescribe the right amount of slaps. <laughs> there's, there's an, ar- an army. Oh, he passes out again. What What's the uh, the bartender's name again? I can't remember. The the dwarf with one arm. Frodo. Frogo. 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 Frogo's fixed. Oh yeah, he has his arm back. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and it fixed him. So back. I would I would yell, Frogo, can what? you make sure he's okay? I need to run out front. Oh. Absolutely. And then I just sprint off outside. Okay. Um and kind of run to like the entrance of the guild. So as you do, hall. you see like maybe like ten of your like low level guild members, sure. Um, you know, just just people who have you know signed on to less like part of your mission and more just like this is good mercenary work, right? Are just standing at the front of your guild, facing out into the the field and open road, uh, which kind of leads up towards your guild, okay. and they all have their weapons drawn. Oh snap! Because as you get outside, yeah. you see. Hundred or so skeletons and flesh peeling from their bones, zombies, all just like standing, waiting. And at the forefront of the army is a very tall being in black plate armor. (laughs) I'm in danger. (laughs) (laughs) When you say very tall, like. Like, are we talking about like giant size or just like taller Korath's, than Roughly uh, okay. Korath's, yeah, oh, Korath's height. Roughly no. Korath's height. And he has uh, this two-handed, you know, sort of a grate. <laughs> just oh, suspended yep, on no. his back. Yep. You didn't meet him. Oh. I knew it. Get out of here. Oh, okay. Get out of here. Um, just, just Brimley, like looking at, you know, the 10 initiates that he has with them. What level of power would you say he would know that they're at? Like, are they like 
adept? Are they like all kind of new to adventuring? Who? Like, oh, his, your guys? Our, our guys, yeah. They're like, in terms of like character levels, you probably right. don't have anybody that's past like seven. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Brimley would turn to somebody he knows is like the, the weakest person. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I need you to go inside. Tell Stumrod to get Greno out of here. Everybody that has a weapon, come back. Oh, okay. And he, he bolts off into the house. Okay. And you see this skeleton just walking, just one skeleton yeah. walking towards you. Um, like how, how far away are we talking? Like he's probably like, you're probably like 100 feet away from him right now. There's just one skeleton moving towards you. It's his arms kind of like dangling at its side, just like you, you can even from this distance. The, the, the crowd of skeletons and zombies yeah. are, are silent. Um, it's an envoy. So I would hold my orb in front of me and start like whipping up um, like a, a radiant looking mm-hmm. fire kind of around it. Mm-hmm. And once it gets, I would say within like 20 feet, I would let loose uh, a sacred flame and okay, first do it to that thing. Um, he's got to make a dexterity saving throw. Goes to 13, beat it? No. All right. Oh, this isn't really a good attack. It's a cantrip, so, you know, whatever. I just want to see what happens. All right. He takes four radiant damage. I was like, Brimley's just kind of like testing the waters, seeing like kind of what, what they're dealing with. Okay. I mean, he, it like blows off like one of his arms. Yeah, but he just, just keeps he shambling. Continues, he continues to like just move towards you. He's, he's, okay. not, he's not charging you per se. He's, right. He is moving um, forward, though. Brimley would, would look at one of his more martial-related initiates mm-hmm. and just say, um, We need to save our energy. Go take him down. And just send, like, actually, like, two of them. I think he would point to, like, two of the guys who have, like, swords and are just, like, Got it. you know, martial dudes. Got it. Yeah. So, uh, these two these two beings, one is yeah. a elf okay, uh, who has a bow, Cool. Uh, runs forward. The other is a a monk, bowstaff, the Steve Race. fighter. Oh, oh you, you want us to come up with this? Yeah, I don't right care. Now? Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. A monk, bugbear. Sure, <laughs> a monk, bugbear. Yo, goblin spooch. Runs forward and yeah. and the elf kind of slinks behind a little bit, pulls out a. Uh, um, an arrow, yeah, and the the bugbear just with like one thwack of its bow staff just poof, takes the head off the skeleton. Cool, and it's clobbered. Nice. Um, yeah. All right. Um, do the rest of the the skeleton army do anything, or are they just kind of chilling? Oh, they're just standing there. Okay. Um, Brimley, you see the elf. Yeah. Just continue to knock that arrow. Uh, but he's just standing at the ready, like, and he just turns and he lets it loose into the bugbear. What? Why? And the bugbear lets out this roar, and he just looks at him confused, and he, and he like doesn't know what to do. And then, and he just, and he pauses, and he pulls up his staff, and you see them kind of like arguing back and forth, and and just the arrow, the elf just takes another arrow and what the into the bugbear. Oh! And he, and he just gets him a gives him a quarter staff right to the gut, and he knocks him back. Um, I don't know what to do. And he, Real and he, racist of you. Mike. Oh, and he takes another hour and he, and he into the bugbear. And then with that final crack to the head, the elf drops to the ground. No bugbear. And then he, and then and the bugbear just kind of like looks back at you. 
I, I beckon him back and like, come, come, come back, come back. Cool. As as he begins to come back, you see just the whole front row of skeletons. No skeleton Jeez. archers. And he looks over his shoulder in dramatic movie fashion, oh, and he God. starts running and is just and and twenty arrows just pierce his back, and okay. he falls to the ground dead. But how many does it deflect? <laughs> He's a monk. <laughs> He's not a very good monk. He's a monk. Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, Brimley would would. Everybody, get undercover now! And then he's gonna slowly walk so, forward. So, so as far as like as far as like your guild goes, right? You yeah. have your kind of your front door, right. which leads into kind of a courtyard. When you say get undercover, do you mean like get into the courtyard? I guess get into the courtyard. Yeah. The walls of the courtyard is also kind of the caravanserai. Right. Yeah. So you could also kind of hide under that too. Yeah. I'm gonna say just get within the walls of the courtyard so they can kind of see what's going on, but they're like they're behind cover. Okay. Um, but he would take two steps forward and kind of look at the big. Tall He's walking guy, towards you. Black armor. Just him. Just him. He goes. What business do you have here? Uh, you can't see him smile on account of his <laughs> right. black metal helmet. Sure. Oh, I so, didn't um, roll my importance. Do it. That's very important. <laughs> Ooh, a two and a five. That's pretty solid. So when he's maybe like 50 feet from you, he actually brings his hand up and he puts it on the top of his horned helmet. Okay. And he pulls it off and you just see this Goliath. Okay. His, his eye sockets are just empty. Oh, that's gross. Um, but there's this, this pinpoint green light just from deep within. And when he's 50 feet away from you, he yells to you, but you can hear him as if he's just right nearby. Give me who I've come for. I, I don't know. Like I don't. What are you? I don't know. Who are you? Why would you hide the coward here? I seriously don't know what you're talking about. Give me what I've come for. You seem really mad. Let's just take it down a notch. And he pulls the sword. Which is easily twice the length of your whole body. Cool. Cool. Let's just, you know, let's settle down. You look like a, a, a Goliath. I will be satisfied. I will take everything from Stone Blessed before I pierce his heart with my blade. Oh, oh you're looking for Korath. And he turns his back to you. Well, he's not here. And so he, maybe he, you can and he go raises, home now. And he raises his sword in the air. And a hundred undead warriors charge. Oh, jeez! The um, the battlefield. As that happens, Brimley's gonna his orb's gonna glow green and everything. Mm-hmm. He's gonna point his finger at this guy, and a thin gray, thin green ray is gonna spring out and uh, try to hit him. Okay. Um, it's a deck save. Mm, his back turn. I'll give you. I'll grant you uh, disadvantage on that. I'll give him disadvantage. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to replace one of those mm-hmm. with a oh. five. All right. Then he's definitely going to get hit by it. Okay. That's going to do a bunch of damage. Yeah. Plus um, 40. Plus 40. Let me just hit the cast button here. 13d6 plus 40. Whoa. Was you? Dead. <laughs> Forty-five plus forty is eighty-five points of damage. 
as I cast Disintegrate at this guy. Did I say 85 points? 85 points. So you you just... This sickly green light shoots at him and it just takes this whole just big chunk out of his shoulder. And he just he turns a hair yeah. and he just continues to walk into his crowd of advancing soldiers. Now, as as his skeletons and his zombies are kind of thinning out, you see that kind of what had been hiding within their ranks were maybe like 10 or so horse-sized bats who are all just kind of standing on their elbows, their wings up, and they're hissing and chomping, and you see skeletons with ropes in their mouth, you know, some of them riding them, some of them just kind of prodding them with spears, and they take off the ground. So as, as as this horde is advancing and and you know you're you just hear from behind you what should we do oh my god we is there like a back exit out of the guild hall or anything like that there is there is a rear exit yeah yeah um Brimley's gonna cast fog cloud to Mm -hmm. score obscure the entrance and just say everybody run okay cool (laughs) so this this fog cloud appears and you know, as you're as you're kind of running into your courtyard, and you're as you're about to enter into your guild hall, you hear a roar above your guild. Okay. And your last view before you enter your door is a white dragon. What the heck? Fly coming from the opposite direction. As in the army is coming this way, you're oh running into God, your guild. We're all gonna die. A white dragon flying overhead. And then as you're about to close the door, you hear from within your fog cloud right. this food and another roar. And the door slams shut. Wait. The door is to the guild hall slammed shut? Mm-hmm. You I, just all ran inside. You ran in, you ran inside oh, okay, and, and, and some of your and some okay, of our guys okay. closed it. Oh. Yeah, actually, I want the first thing I would do is run in and make sure Stumra and Greno are either safe or already gone. So Stumra and Greno are kind of like in the middle of. Oh no! They're like they they've like essentially she's got like him him like wrapped in like a blanket around her. Right. And Iko essentially has like three backpacks on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and sorry, the dragon was still coming by or it had landed or like we could still see it in the distance and it was still like flying by, by the back area. What? The, the dragon? You said it was flying from like the opposite side of the skeleton? Correct. It and landed it, it in the courtyard. Land, like in the courtyard? That- it didn't land in the courtyard. It landed on the other kind of side like of the on the other side of your front right. gates. Okay. <sighs> I wish I had like teleport or something. That'd be, that'd be nice. I wish I had any teleporting spell. Um, but I was just going to say, uh, Run to the city, but try to be safe. And then he's going to like turn back to face the door and you know, have his orb start crackling with electricity. Um, so, try to buy you time. Kroger runs toward you and says, you go too. And you see he's got an axe in each hand. Oh my God. He's going to die so fast. And he, and he points to like four of like the initiates. Yeah. And he says, go with them. And he tosses one of them in his hand and he catches it. And you, you see every like, you hear, crack every bone in his, in his body just like cracks. And he's like, ooh, I've been waiting to test out me items. <laughs> oh, Boy. So what you don't know, he's like the uncle from Five Kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, you think he's kind of lame? Right? Like, 
<laughs> Maybe he's been training really hard for like the last two months. It's been eight months. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, you know, he was um, missing. He yeah. was missing body parts for most of it. But um, Brumby's gonna put a hand on his shoulder and cast bless, just in case. You see um, his, his beard hairs. They kind of just like yeah. lift up towards the heavens a little bit um, before they drop down. <laughs> and he, he just, he just whispers, yep. "Just thank you." And he hops. And he and hops he, up on a table. And there he goes. Man the door! And Brimley kind of starts pushing people towards the back okay. and getting everybody to run out. Okay. And um, I just look up and I'm like, you will be remembered. And then we all head out the back. All right. As wow. you start heading towards the back, yeah. you reach 10 feet from the door. Yeah. And there's a crack! Of course there as is. As the wood of the handle just breaks in. And you see this, this gray, rotten hand just kind of reaching in, what? grabbing at the interior of the door. Wait, the one that they're heading towards. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right? Like, what am I supposed to do here? Um, Get creative. I don't know. I, I'm going to... Tap into Greno's raw magical power and have oh, him I'm just, not use my just, just destroy every thing. Oh, wait, undead have, um, uh, soldier. Um, I'm going to cla- cast... Slow on like the door, okay, and like the area around it, trying to whatever gray ham thing that is, trying to hit that and anything else is like right in in its spot. Sure. Um. So it's going to be a wisdom saving throw. It's going to be an eighteen. It succeeds. Oh. So they just this one hand just keeps moving. Jesus. So <clears throat> you were kind of in like a back hallway, right? And you've you've pulled the door behind you closed. Super smart zombie. Yeah. To kind of isolate yourself from the front battle, right? And you hear. From the other side of your door, the sound of wood cracking. And you know that some of the forces have right. made it in the front of your tavern. Um, and you hear blades slicing okay. through flesh. Um, he's just going to yell, Warriors to the front! And just start charging at the door. Okay. And um, he's still got the electricity crackling. And as soon as he opens the door, he's going to cast a chain lightning. And nice. hit that guy and whatever's on the other side. going to try to do it like through the hole? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a Dex 18 save. I am going to use my other portent on that particular creature. Okay. Um, it does hit up to three bolts. Leap from him to three other targets. So it's like, oh, four people total, I guess. So him and then three more. Okay. They All four of them will hit. <clears throat> oh, okay. Cool. Um, if you use your portent. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 10D8. This is going to take a second. I don't how much? Ten D eight. They all get vaporized. Oh, including gray hand guy. <laughs> those four. Yeah. Those four instantly just like fried okay. and, and just, um, just so totally. Once he does dead. that, he's gonna rip open the door and. Okay. We're all just we're gonna go fight. We're gonna do it. Cool. There are maybe like twenty or so. Oh, that's not too bad. Zombies and skeletons in your. Okay. Why would you say that? Particular area. I'm I'm dumb. That's roll why. roll initiative. Yeah, I think what? that's a good point. He said, oh, that's not so bad. Why would you say that? God damn it. Why? Uh, that's a 14 for me. Okay. As you kind of kick open the door and your four like initiate warriors kind of like hearing your, your charge, they do kind of flank you. Okay. Um, and because and like, like I'm imagining that it like it's you, Stumra with Greno. Right. And then Iko, like you're sh- like flanking her, right. and the two of them, the four of them, are flanking her from both sides. So you're this like, like a phalanx, phalanx yeah. around her. Yeah. Um, and so as you, as you kind of push through the door, and you see these twenty, these twenty or so 
skeletons. Or there's like 15 skeletons and there's like five or so zombies. And they are going to unleash their... That's five of them miss. Five of them hit. Five of them hit. And so these like 10 arrows... Uh, or yeah, these like these like 15 arrows just... Are hitting the, the guild hall. They're hitting the door. Right. Two of them like stick straight into this. Um, well, like, ten of them hit. So of your four warriors, one of them looks really hurt. Okay. Uh, the others have been hit, but they look like you know these are your tougher warriors. Kind yeah, of the right. one with, that's with you, that's the weakest, has been yeah. hit the most, and he like is immediately is now stumbling. Okay. Is your turn to do something? So like I said, there's like fifteen or so skeletons, yeah. and there's like five zombies. So if I'm up front, I'm gonna cast thunder wave and just try to push them all out of the way. Okay. And kind of create like a hole for us to to run through. So you could you could hit all of the zombies. Okay. Because the skeletons are like a little bit further back. Right. They're, fi- they're firing arrows at you. Okay. Um, it's going to be a constitution saving throw. And it's a 15. Okay. I'm doing it as a, a third level spell, I think. They yeah. don't succeed. All right. Uh, that's 19 points of damage. Okay. And then they all get, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they all get pushed 10 feet away. Um, so he was trying to like kind of sending it down the middle, try to like push them off to the sides. How much damage? Uh, nineteen points. Okay, so they're all pushed back. Yeah, they all kind of hit the ground and they all just kind of begin to stand up. Um, you've they're, they've they're, they they well, look more like skeletons now. Yeah, because you've just, right, just like, like just pfft, splatted a bunch of their flesh, flesh off. Yeah. yeah. Um, as they're like down, um, he would shout to like his, you know, cronies, um, attack them on the ground and like, you know, trying to like battle. Okay. Lead. Cool. As as your as your your people kind of begin to move in, you see all of the undead just look up in the sky. Okay. And you would look up also. See what the doing. zombies who haven't go gone yet. Yeah. Stand up, and they immediately run away. Yeah, he's gonna look up and, and see just, what they're. They just from. move to the left and right. It's not your turn yet. Oh. Your, your, this kind of catches <coughs> your initiatives um, off guard. And they, and they just, and one of them says, sir, what do we do? Because the zombies, the, their, their right. immediate target have, have begun to kind of just like scatter to, to the left and right, kind of running away from you. Um, you see the skeletons kind of beginning to pick up their feet as if they were going to do the same when it reaches their turn. Okay. I assume I can't respond if I can't. Look that up. makes it the skeletons' turn. So the skeletons, <laughs> they begin to run. They're, they're moving to the left and right. Burnley, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to look up and see what they're running from. You look up in the sky. Yeah. And you see absolutely nothing. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast haste on Stumra. Mm-hmm. So she can run really fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, can she fly? I can't fly. Can she fly? I don't know. No. Um, I'm going to say, get to the city! And then I'm going to take some steps forward to kind of like look back over the guild hall to see she what... She says, no, I'm not leaving you. You have to protect Grano! But, but what about you? I'll be okay! But I can't do this if I'm protecting you at the same time! Um... And you hear Iko just say, let's go. 
and he and he kind of he literally just kind of like grabs her by the arm and yeah. just begins like pulling her and she's just got tears streaking down her face. Yeah. Makes and sense. she's like, you know, with her arm, she's just grabbing towards you. And yeah, I'm gonna take the steps forward so I can see what's um, okay. coming back and just You see absolutely nothing. What the heck, people? The skeletons and the zombies have now split right. and are moving now back around like back to, to the, the front. front. Oh, guild hall. Okay, so they've been called back to the front. Um, just gonna tell everybody, um, run to the city, go. Okay, and then also, you know, run with them because I don't know what's going on in front, but you know, we lost our guild hall. Sorry, guys. Okay, yeah, I already did an action with the haste. So, so you you follow Stumra, yeah, and you hopefully begin, she's like, I mean, she's like, she's she's still kind of like fighting with Iko, pace with yeah. with her. Um, but it'll in the in the long run for the right. next minute it'll it'll, it'll hurt her endurance, um, and so yeah you 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 do you actually the so the city the city kind of like faces the side of your guild hall okay so they right? kind of have to like, so you do kind of have to kind of veer right back and so you, you do kind of end up you're just you're just booking it towards the city as we're as we're making that veer I would you know look back and see what's going on if I can get a better idea. I think the fog cloud would have broken up once I cast haste. It would have. Yeah. Uh, roll a perception check. See what you can see from the distance. The guild hall is not a place. It's a people. Oh, wait. Huh, it is great. a place. Uh, it's a five. <laughs> I mean, even with your five, um, you see the entire army of the undead mm-hmm. running away. Running away? Mm-hmm. Okay. From the guild hall. And you see in the front, Brogo. a very large white dragon battling with the black armored. Oh. Man. Weird. Um if I see the dragon battling with the black armor guy and you see the thumb of the dragon pierce into his chest and he just begins to just like convulse and shake yeah. um and he just begins to just break apart into ash and collapses into the ground. I think seeing that Grimly might go talk to Thanks, Falcor. So as 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 the, the, the instant yeah. the Death Knight breaks into ash. Yeah. Oh, he flaps off. The dragon flaps its mighty wings and heads in the direction of Strummels. Like the way we're all heading. Mm-hmm. Do we have a guardian dragon now? Flies over you. Okay. And towards the city. And poops on <laughs> And you die. <laughs> 60 poop damage. <laughs> you were sticky um, poopy head now. Grimly <laughs> is like poopy just... <laughs> You're just like me, boss. <laughs> and you inspire him to become a great warrior. Grimly's really confused. I think I know this guy. And I think he literally just... Is, is that the dragon? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I no, think, yeah. it's not Falcor. I, yeah. I think he literally just like stops in his tracks and just watches the dragon, just like confused mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Cool. And he just like watches it fly to the city and see what exactly it does when it gets to the city. It so the city's tall enough, right? You know that on the other side of the right. city is the Great Lake Briasana. Right. And so I mean it it flies and it eventually it just, it just disappears. It looks like a cloud. Wow. And then it's gone. Um, white, white dragon, white dragon, white. That does, like doesn't <gasps> make sense to me. 
No. Well, not that you're not. Right there. now, we don't know. Um, I think Brimley would maybe. like make sure everybody's still kind of running towards the city because I figure he figures like with the guards and maybe there's mm-hmm. like member of the twenty. There, like, there's. Protection there. Member of the twenty, they increased their ranks. Member <laughs> 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 of the twenty, member of the twelve. There's eight new, there's eight, eight new guys. I, just, I made changes. Send you to the shadow realm. But he's gonna walk back to the guild to check on Brogo and see what exactly is there. Maybe check the body of the Death Knight and figure out. Okay. Like kind of like go through everything. So as you as you approach the Death Knight. Everything on his person has become ash. His armor right. has rusted in a second and become ash. Okay. His sword is no more. As Another you, giant amulet? As you, <laughs> yeah, um, you see just littered on the battlefield are just you know, 10 or 20 skeletons right. and zombies and stuff um, just laying. And then in the courtyard and on the inside, you find out that um, four patrons... Are dead. Okay. You find that of your ten or fifteen initiates, three of them are dead. Okay. Four of them were still with um Stumar and I. Four of them are still like yeah, with right. you, yeah. So there's like three dead initiates. Brogo is alive. That's um, my boy. He's got cuts across his his chest. He's he's and he literally the um, you know I like would immediately there's a person like calming him down and like yeah. like okay okay and it's just. You know he's he's like gone full barbarian rage. Yeah. Um, I was wondering what what class he was. And they're just kind of like you know like singing him the Hulk song, you know, and he's right. just. Sun's <laughs> <Someone's> getting low. <laughs> you you cast cure wounds on him. Yeah, just as a first level spell, just to make sure he's not. All right, he heals. Die. He heals a bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You're back. The the dragon it. It killed the the big guy. Dragon? Yeah, there was a big white dragon. And the he skeletons just, they all ran away. Down. They fled. They they after they they he points up on the balcony mm-hmm. to one of the rooms. Okay. You see that the door has been broken down. They, they took him. And the door like that he's pointing of- to is the door. Where the kind of stinky old man, right. um, who had become your new regular, um, was staying. They, they took him, and then they left. The skeletons? I'm not there. <laughs> you talk. Um, Best clarifying question of the story. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I, I know. You know, he's been here for a while. Do you? Do you know anything about him? Did they come here for him? I thought. Well, I, he said something about Korath. I thought you knew him. You always, you always said your name. I, do do I? Not do you remember? Oh. I don't. I don't know. I I didn't recognize him. Who am I? <laughs> Who are you, people? And so. You see some initiates kind of come out of his room. Yeah. They're like holding some things and they come down the stairs. And yeah, I'm going to start kind of going through his stuff trying to like... So yeah, so they, they, bring, they bring over his things and, and yeah. he's got like a, just basically just one bag. Okay. Um, he has this kind of like, you know, maybe it's a sword, maybe it's a, a walking stick or something, but it's, yeah. it's like 
It's all wrapped up. Delicately wrapped up. But that's pretty much all his possessions. Um, there's no like notebook or like journal or anything in his in his bag. You go through his bag. I go through his bag. Roll an investigation sure. check. Ooh, that's a twenty. So you you do find his journal. Okay. Um, uh, when you open it up, there is no. So there is legible print, but it's not understandable. It's all written in primordial. Okay. Specifically with the font right. that beings from the elemental plane of fire would use. Okay. The Ignan dialect. Sure. Um, and it's just, it's just the ramblings of like, destruction will come to all. This world will be cleansed in fire. All of creation will be reduced to ash. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, after you know, reading some of that, he would head over to like the wrapped object and gingerly unwrap it and see what's in there. You, as you unwrap the what you discover to be a staff, okay. is you recognize the staff of office of the Archmage of the Brela Academy of Magic. Oh my god. Is a <laughs> oh, things getting saucy. There are, are three. Man, Brimley got nothing. There are three branches of wood that are intertwined and interwoven. Okay. And at the top, they form this almost like empty globe. Okay. Where you know, right? Previously, the Archmage kept an orb. Yeah. That was suspended within the center of that staff. Brimley is definitely going to take his orb and gingerly kind of like roll it into place. It, and it just whoom, snaps into place and it hovers yeah, it in between the three branches. There's a faint gold glow in just the seams in between each of the interwoven branches. And then the gold glow fades. And you feel, you feel power in your fingertips. You feel like you have a staff that will increase the potency right. of your magic. Damn. I mean, he would also, like, he would recognize the staff. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he, he knows it. Um, it was the first time you've held it. Right. So he's kind of, like, blown away right now. Also, very confused about why the... Um, Archmage was just like hanging out and not like, you know, he kind of in disbelief he didn't recognize him. As also. you're holding the staff, it does shrink okay. a little bit. So like, not like so that it's proportionately oh, okay. to your height that it would have been for like an, a human or an right. elf, but it's it is still tall for you. But it right. is it has it has shrunk a little bit. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, he's just trying to figure out what's going on. He's gonna kind of like look. Um, I guess walk to the entrance of the guild hall and just kind of like look in the distance and the skeletons and figure out if he can like see, you know, where they're going. Cool. Um, That's where we'll pick up. Yeah. Next time on This Is Gonna Hurt. Whoa! What? Falcor! Trogda! That was a lot. For the record, I rolled um, insight checks for you to see if you recognized him or not. Okay. Throughout the course of the past couple times I've mentioned him. My insight's plus seven. I know. Okay. Jeez. You rolled bad. Aw. 
Poopy John's dead? Plus other things. Poopy John. Poor Poopy, Poopy John. Poopy John. Poopy John is not dead. <laughs> Woohoo! Yes. Poopy, oh John, Poopy John is still alive. Oh. Do you want to do like the exit thing or not? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. If you enjoyed the episode, please go give us a, uh, what do you call that? A review on iTunes. It's super, super helpful to us. If you really, really liked the episode, please go to Patreon and like give us a dollar or something like that. That'd be really cool. We can do lots of fun stuff with that. So that's it for this week. We hope you will join us next time. We are super grateful that you tune in every week to listen to us play an imagination game. That's awesome. Peace. Hello, everyone. We'd just like to take this moment to thank our patrons for bringing this episode to you. So thank you to Austin, Brock, Caitlin, Don't Hate the DM, Frederick, JJ, Joe, Jordan, Justin, Kim, Nathan, Necroscope7, Neil, Phil, and Trevor. Thank you for all your support and keeping this podcast going.